Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help us lose weight, feel great, or live longer better. Yeah, last month or so, I have been focused on toxicants in our environment that can cause disease. Much environmental exposure is totally unnecessary, but almost totally unavoidable if you aren't a little careful. I wrote about it in the last chapters of my Amazon best-selling book, Get Out of Hormone Hell, Six Heavenly Steps to Feel Great, Lose Weight, and Reverse Aging. You know, I talk about those little steps that can help us prevent or even reverse disease. And I don't think there's anything more important than this, prevention. I, I found a quote from a Chinese philosopher, Zhu Ji. And it was like over the second century BC. And I think it really is about wisdom. And I don't, I think it's appropriate to kind of bring this up and to paraphrase. It's like, don't wait until you're thirsty to dig a well. It's like prevention, the ultimate principle in, in wisdom. You know, trying to cure disease after it's manifested, it's like digging a well when you're thirsty. And other applications would be like forging weapons when the war has already begun. Maybe you can identify with one or the other. But truly, who wants to be cured of breast cancer or prostate cancer? Or I'm going to talk about today, Parkinson's disease. You know, who wants to be cured of any of those when you can prevent it? And I don't think you can be an ostrich in this day and age. These toxins or toxicants, which are man-made toxins, are powerful. And we need to be careful. I use a lot of testing anymore to evaluate clients. And the one I am loving this month is the one that measures your current level of toxins. I did it on myself. And honestly, I was shocked. I was higher than I would want to be in atrazine, an herbicide. We may not have the best lawn in the neighborhood, but knowing what I do, I cannot subject my pets, my family, to known carcinogens. And I was also higher than comfortable with what is found in conventional laundry detergents. You know, every time you sweat, you're absorbing that. You sleep on sheets, all of that. So is it going to change my habits because of my awareness? You bet. Why take unnecessary chances? You know, you wear a seatbelt when you get in the car. Knowledge is power. And just because everybody is doing something doesn't mean it's right. I think it's important to question everything. That's why I love testing. If you don't test, you don't know. Conventionally, you know your doctor is running tests that honestly are 1970s, and we need to be doing better. Life is changing. Disease is increasing. We need to stop counting on somebody else to protect us. We need to take action to protect ourselves and vote with your dollars. What you buy is what you're going to see more of. So today, I'm bringing you research on Parkinson's disease that was taken from published research from Dr. Ray Dorsey and also my favorite neurologist, Dr. David Perlbutter. Both of these are neurologists who are blowing the whistle on the significant uptick 
in Parkinson's disease. You know, we know that for causing tremor, muscle stiffness, and balance issue. It is a brain disease on the increase. We know that brain diseases in general are the leading cause of disability. You have Alzheimer's, you have Parkinson's especially. They are fast growing. Parkinson's has actually doubled in the last 25 years, and it is poised to double again. Why? And it's not genetics. Genes don't change that fast. You know, three reasons. And you guessed it. It goes with my theme this last month or so. Toxins, outdoor air, pollution, the chemicals we use in dry cleaning, trichloroethylene, and pesticides, all mitochondrial toxins. I'll explain explain a little bit more about that later. You know, I remember way back when, when I was getting my undergrad at Bluffton, and in my biochem class, there was a picture in the textbook about a certain pesticide increasing the risk of Parkinson's disease. In particular, Paraquat, also known as Agent Orange, but other pesticides as well. And it makes sense when you really think about it. They're designed to destroy the nervous system of pests. Why wouldn't it affect us when we eat the plants that are sprayed with it? You know, we've known this for a long time. But why can you still buy it to put on your vegetables in your yard on Amazon or the local store? I had one of my favorite uncles die from Parkinson's disease. Yeah, he was a farmer and undoubtedly exposed over his lifetime. Awful. When we know, why don't we outlaw it? There are safer ways. And not just for now, but for generations to come, because exposure is is brewing. You know, it can be in utero, it can be a, as a child or any time, because it can take def- decades for the damage to be obvious. It is smoldering inflammation brewing in the cells. And it's not just agriculture and lawn herbicides. It's also chemicals we use in dry cleaning. TCE, trichloroethylene, developed in 1864, goes way back, and it's all also perchloroethylene. It's been used since the 1920s commercially as a degreaser, also used to decaffeinate coffee. It uses is used in carpet cleaning, gun cleaning, still permitted in the United States, even though it is known to cause cancer, says the EPA and the World Health Organization, people that collect this information. Leukemia, liver, kidney, prostate, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, all sorts of things. And it's most commonly used by dry cleaners, usually impacts the air quality in and around the area of the dry cleaner. It is pervasive. It gets into the air all around. So invasive that if a neighborhood is has a dry cleaner, it has been found in the food sold in the grocery stores in that neighborhood, in the milk, in the cheese, in the butter. Oh, boy. And if you put your dry cleaning in your car, it outgasses. If your kids are eating an ice cream cone in the car, 
It is found in the ice cream and they eat it. In 1970s, it was manufactured at about two pounds per each American. I'm sure you've seen the commercials from law firms representing Marines stationed at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Marines that were exposed to drinking water had about 3,000% more TCE than is allowed. I don't know how much is allowed or why any is allowed in drinking water, but it has devastating effects years later, decades later, in fact, a huge increase in Parkinson's disease if Marines were serving in California, Camp Pendleton versus Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. Young, healthy individuals serving at Camp Lejeune, 20 years old, and only there for two years, drinking the water, showering in the water, indicates a 500% increase in Parkinson's disease decades later because it's in there smoldering, doing damage as it progresses. You know, you may have heard of Brian Grant. He was a basketball star, an NBA tenacious rebounder. He started the foundation, the Brian Grant Foundation based on him developing Parkinson's at age 36, his last year on the court. He was just three years old when he was exposed to TCE. He was living with his family at Camp Lejeune during the time when TCE TCE exposure was really high. His whole family has diseases linked back to contamination when he was three, smoldering. Western Europe has banned it. Two states have banned it. The rest of us should follow. So what's going on that causes these problems? Well, the brain is very sensitive because it is a gas-guzzling organ. Our brain is only 3% of our weight, but it uses 20% of the energy that we consume. And especially the part of the brain that makes dopamine, And many of these cells aren't even insulated, so they are super sensitive to toxins. What these toxins do is destroy the mitochondria in the cell. The mitochondria produces the energy in every cell for everything. So when they're gone, the function stops. When they get sluggish, you get sluggish. But if it's in the dopamine-producing center of the brain, when it stops producing dopamine you're done. When the beta cells of the pancreas are are affected, the pancreas stops producing insulin. Mitochondria run the show, and we need to protect them if we want to be healthy, and they are very sensitive to toxins. What we find is that when you get exposure, there is a continuous inflammatory response in the area of the brain that could be damaged decades later, and that inflammation continues after the initial exposure. So there's a lot more to know about this neurological condition that meets the eye. You know, some other lesser known facts about Parkinson's that kind of might surprise you. It's not new. Ayurveda medicine 
discussed it 600 years BC. It was called Campa Pavada. And then Parkinson's, James Parkinson, doctor, surgeon, he named it in 1817. And it's more than just movement. Although those are the symptoms that are most recognizable, it can also include sleep disturbances, loss of the sense of smell. In fact, that can be the early warning sign. We don't know why, but 80% of Parkinson's patients have a diminished sense of smell. Could it be because the toxins have been inhaled? Don't know. A lot of research has to go on. And coffee seems to be a little bit protective at helping us prevent developing Parkinson's. Also, there is this really strong gut-brain connection. Studies are increasingly exploring this as it relates to Parkinson's. They might believe, you know, some of the research believe believe that it may start in the gut and move to the brain. Constipation is present about 80% of patients years before they have other symptoms. And they found clumps of the real significant protein, alpha-synuclein. And that's associated with Parkinson's. And it's found in the intestines of the patients years before it appears in the brain. So a lot of things can be threatening gut health today, which may be playing into why it's increasing at such alarming rates. You know, use of a lot of antibiotics, dietary choices that include eating foods high in the herbicides, infections, chronic stress, all can disrupt the microbiome. When beneficial bacteria are outcompeted by pathogenic ones, it can set off a cascade of inflammation in the gut. That chronic inflammation can possibly trigger that aggregation of the alpha-synuclein in the gut, which may move up the gut through the vagus nerve into the brain. So we don't know. I mean, there's a lot we don't know, but there's a lot we do know. And we're looking in area, some therapeutic applications, maybe dietary, maybe probiotics and prebiotics that are going to help shape that gut microbiome. Diets high in fiber, antioxidants, anti-inflammatory foods like I always recommend, like the Mediterranean diet. It's been associated with a really good healthy microbiome and potentially protective. So finally, I think it's fascinating I don't know what you can do with this, but it's a fascinating discovery that people with Parkinson's have a different fingerprint from birth than those without the disease. The ridges tend to be more simplified, less intricate, and, you know, we don't know. Could this be a diagnostic tool? So, you know, if you do have that significant, do we take more precautions? Do we make sure that, you know, you are staying clear of all these toxins? I don't know, but it sure opens up fascinating areas for research. So thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you never need this information, but if you learn something that will help you or someone you love, I'm glad you were here. It may not be by accident. You can listen again to this show or others on my website, debford.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Toxins are everywhere. And knowledge is power. The more you know, 
the better choices you can make. And if you would like to know more about your toxin level so you can make better choices, email me through my website and I'll be sure you get taken care of. But in the meantime, have a purely wonderful day.